If your club has a coach who's a liar, a cheat, and a no-good, low-down, dirty rat, it looks to me like you've got yourself a winning coach. This has been a profound coaching moment by the four Diego's. Welcome back. This is World Football Weekly on ABC Radio Australia. Coming up is a wrap of all things happening in world football. But first, the lead-up to the A-League season is hotting up and many pundits are tipping that Sydney FC is one team that will be vying for silverware at the end of the season. Joining us today is one of the stars of the team. Please, a big 40 Diego's World Football Weekly welcome to Sydney FC star Nick Carl. G'day, Nick. How are you, guys? Thanks for joining us. It's Carlos Alberto Diego and also Warren Diego. You got fifty percent of the Diegos tonight, uh, so it's no reflection on uh, how you're worth as a guest. Fair enough, <laughs> mate. We are six weeks away from the start of the A League in Sydney uh, after a pretty disappointing season last year, especially on the back of winning everything the year before. They've got a lot to prove this season. Uh, has that disappointment been used as a bit of fuel to motivate you guys to do better this season? <coughs> the players themselves are using as motivation um, I don't think no one needs to remind us about it to, to get the motivation um, I think we all know the season didn't go as planned last year, we obviously didn't achieve what we set out to um, so we want to make it right and um, we're quietly confident with the team we've assembled that we, we should be thereabouts now, Nick, you yourself were a big signing at Sydney FC last season and the old dreaded soft tissue injuries got you last year. How's your preparation coming along with regards to feeling like you're going to be able to hit the ground and running and show us all those sublime little touches that you do have in your game? Soft tissue injuries plus the rest of them, back injuries, broken toe injuries. I had it all last year, mate. I had a horrid run. Um, but that's gone now. I've... I've um, finally had an off-season, which I haven't had in years, um, so I managed to, to recover um, and have had a very good pre-season so far. So knock on wood, if, if I can keep myself on the park, I'm, I'm really hoping to, to deliver what I should have um, done last year. You know, um, I've, I've always said I'm, I'm very confident in my ability as long as um, I'm feeling healthy, you know, and um, at the moment things are going very well. Um, obviously, um, the pre-season's been brilliant. Um, the training's been excellent. Our fitness coach, Craig Duncan, has put, has put on a brilliant pre-season and I'm feeling the best I've felt in a long time. Now, Nicky, I'll get you to comment on the Harry Kill Brent Emberton thing in a minute, but I'm interested in what you said about an off-season, a decent off-season for the first time in forever. How significant do you think that is for the longevity of you being able to play at a high level and considering that Kuehl and Emberton are coming back in their early 30s, do you think the way that the season is set up in Australia with a long pre-season can prolong the, the careers of players and have them playing at their best for longer Otherwise, other than the rushed four-week pre-season that the typical player gets in Europe? Look, I'm, I'm not too sure about the long pre-season. I, I'm sure every player will tell you that the shorter the pre-season, the more games you play, the happier we all are, you know. Um, but the, the rest period that I had was, not been the rest that I've had in years. Um, unfortunately, over the past few years, I've been busy with international duty, um, or which which was excellent at the time. Um, but my body didn't get the rest it needed, um, and obviously, I, I paid for it last year. So I think the fact that you get to have your off season is very important. 
Now, Nick, it's Carlos again. Now, in a matter of a week, some really exciting news for the A-League. Harry Kuehl and Brett Emerton have been signed by Melbourne Victory and Sydney FC, your club, respectively. Obviously, it gets everyone excited in the media, gets all the fans excited, everyone's talking about it. But how about the players? Does that uh, put an extra little pep in your step at training to know that uh, some pretty good players are coming in? There's going to be more focus on the competition. And there's, uh, with Harry Kuehl at Melbourne Victory, probably a little bit more rivalry from your point of view. Uh, look, definitely. Um, from the point of view that the excitement for the league, I think it's brilliant for the league to be able to attract two players of that calibre is absolutely brilliant. Um, and for us boys, of course, um, to, to be playing alongside an Emerton um, or for Melbourne players to be playing alongside a Harry who, who have done so much in their career, especially for the younger boys, what an experience. And um, obviously they'll be able to learn so much of them. Now, Nicky, we're always talking to players about Socceroos squads and about those who aren't in them trying to get into them. But we were talking about what we see as a revolution in the way that the team has been picked now from Holger Rossick's point of view in the fact that there is no discrimination against A-League players now. In fact, he's looking for the gems within the A-League competition to get into the Socceroos squad. And he's also prepared to play players who have maybe had a chance before and now missed out on a chance. From a point of view of you getting continuity in play and then being able to push yourself for position, that sort of sense that you have got a chance to get back in the squad must be a real incentive going into this season. Yeah, I think um, Matty Mackay's story from last year has been inspirational to the whole league. Um, seeing what he did um, over the past 12 months, I think it's got to be a big... And especially at his age, it's not like he's a 21-year-old that no-one knew about and he's just hit the scene. Um, he went from a few caps to, to a regular Socceroo now and, and having had a brilliant season in the A-League, you know. So it, it does show that you can be playing in the A-League and, and if you are playing well and deserve a spot in there, you will be given a chance. And I think that's, that's a massive bonus for the league and for everyone playing in it. Here on the Fort Diego's uh, Soft Sombrero Moment, World Football Weekly, we're speaking to Sydney FC star Nick Carl. Nick, it's Carlos again. But we were talking about Harry Kuehl and, uh, and Brett Everton a bit earlier about being the marquee players, but the original star marquee, you know, the, the good-looking marquee player with the tan, that was you, obviously, a couple of seasons ago, and you really joined up with a blaze of uh, media and publicity. What advice after 12 months? I mean, I know you went through a, a hell with injury, but what advice have you got for any marquee players or any players returning Socceroos coming back to Australia? And that's on the back of the of the Mark Schwarzer comment a couple of weeks ago where he's saying that the A-League is not favourable to a lot of these players and, and really the, the come down or the step down could affect their game. What advice have you got for any of the players thinking about coming back? Oh, look, for me personally, um, and I think everyone's different, I always wanted to come back and play in the A-League, but um, I'm obviously very happy to be back in the A-League. Unfortunately, my season didn't go as planned, so um, for obvious injuries for injury, but I think anyone coming back, it's obviously um, just doing what you do best, um, enjoying it and doing what you do best. Obviously, um, for us in, in signing Brett, he'll come back, and as long as he's doing what he does best, I think it's it'll be an easy transition for him and he's such a good professional. Um, not only that, he's, he's such a good bloke but I think his transition will be done very, very easy and from from our point of view, we're, we're obviously wrapped that we could could have him in our team and I think um, we we should hopefully combine, combine well together to hopefully help Sydney get back to where they deserve to be. 
And Nikki, if you'd actually said to us three years ago that down the east coast of Australia you'd have Kalina in Newcastle, Emerton in Sydney and Kewl in Melbourne, you'd be thinking to yourself that would never happen. So the competition is coming along and it must be quite amazing to think that in six weeks' time when you play Melbourne Victory at Etihad Stadium, you'll have Emerton They'll, and Melbourne Victory will have Kewl and there'll be close to 50,000 people in that Etihad Stadium watching that game. It's going to be a really exciting start to the season. And I think from the players' point of view, I think that's that's a big talking point um, in the change room as well, that we will have the full stadium. We're, we're hoping we do have that full stadium to play in front of. Um, obviously, with all, all the hype of the two boys coming back um, and being such big names and such quality players, that, that you will get that full stadium and obviously be a, a cracking start to the season with Sydney winning, of course. Now, Nick, uh, we, <laughs> we we won't uh, we won't uh, push that one any further. But uh, uh, Nick, uh, a couple of years ago, of course, uh, Sydney took all the prizes. They had a fantastic season the season before last. Uh, last season, of course, uh, all sorts of uh, reasons why they didn't go so well. When uh, your manager Vitislav uh, Levitsa sat down with you guys prior to pre-season, so what was the big message uh, to, to try and get right? Uh, look, of course, we want to leave it behind. But I think we've all learned our lessons from last year, and we we want to make it. Right, obviously we we had a chat on on what happened last year. We want to make it right, you know, um, and obviously that's that's that stays in between the team, you know. But I think the most important thing is for all of us to to look at ourselves individually and um, see what we can improve to help the team, you know. Um, but I I really do believe there was a big part of um, being such small squads. You get injuries to, to some of your more senior players or your key players where we had Broski out for forever, um, Bridge. Um, we just had no luck with injuries last year, which isn't an excuse, um, but with such small squads, it does does play a big part. But um, hopefully we, we do make amends this year. And I, I really do believe that um, with the signings we've done and, and the way pre-season's going, we, we will be there. And certainly, uh, and certainly, with your form in pre-season, five goals in the last two games, and you're training the house down from all reports, mate. Sounds like you know people talk about Brett Emerton and Harry Kill, but you might uh, step over the whole lot of them and be the star of the league. But uh, Nick, uh, it's six weeks away. Can't wait for it. It's a lot of excitement. Uh, everyone's in great form. Sydney and Melbourne, no doubt, will be a big rivalry. And then you throw in Adelaide and and the rest of the teams in Brisbane, of course. Uh, it's going to be huge. Uh, thanks for joining us today, and uh, we look forward to speaking to you again during the season. No worries. Thanks for having us, guys. That was a special soft sombrero moment with Sydney FC star Nick Carl. Next up, it's a global football update. So stay tuned. This is World Football Weekly on ABC Radio Australia. There's no reason, Vinny, as our primary defensive mainstay, why you should not try to put the opposition focal point off his stride by delivering a neatly timed disparagement of his wife's fidelity and his mother's respectability. You know what you have to do, Vinny. This has been a half-time pep talk by the Ford Diego.